Shalom Aleichem, thank you for the opportunity to give the shir. And uh, we're going to speak about, uh, the first topic I want to speak about in Hilchus Baruchas is the topic of Chavitza. Uh, officially, the title is called Chavitza. It's not the same as pizza. The bracha on French toast, matzah brai, croutons, and, and basil chips. And we'll get into some uh, machala for those who eat kibruxt, Um Some machalim of Pesach. Even if you don't eat kibruxt, we'll have appreciation of, of, of some of the brachas of of some of those items that come up. Chavitza in the Sugi of the Gemara, as you learned, is a, a product which was once upon a time a piece of bread and now has lost its surah of bread. And we compare this with Passover B'Kistin and we say that they're different. And I just want to start off the shir by explaining that there's a fundamental difference between Chavitza and Passover B'Kistin. Passover B'Kistin, which we're not going to talk about in detail, but we're just using it to appreciate Chavitza. Passover B'Kistin is an item which is a suffix pas or a suffix uh, non-pas. Chazal had the suffix. And therefore, a piece of cake is a suffix hamaitzi, a suffix mezainis. We're makel to say, uh, you don't have to wash, you don't have to bench. And we're all familiar if you kaveh suda, which is a whole other topic. If you kaveh suda on Passover B'Kistin, you have to make hamaitzi. But the Passover B'Kistin is an item that we question whether it is bread in the first place. Pizza is a whole suffix, whether it's Passover B'Kistin or whether it's pas. If it's Passover B'Kistin, then it would, it would, you know, how much did you eat? And is it Kaveh Suda? We get into that whole sugya. Chavitza is something that was definitively a piece of bread or matzah and now has lost its tzura. So just metzius wise, you can see that they're different items. Passover B'Kistin is a questionable piece of bread. Chavitza was a piece of bread and now has potentially lost its tzura as bread. And therefore the bracha of Chavitza of this item, and we'll give we'll give some examples, has been downgraded to a mezainus. Furthermore, and this is a very important furthermore, even if you're Kaveya Suda on Chavitza, in almost all cases, with rare exception, which we'll mention later, the bracha is a mezainus. Even if you're Kaveya Suda on this Chavitza, since it has lost its surah sapas, you, you now have been downgraded into a mezainus, even if you're Kaveya Suda. Now let me give a classic example. And then we'll go through the Gedarm. A classic example of Chavitza would be Knedlach. A Knedl begins as, as Matzah, right? Everybody knows the recipe for Knedlach. You start as Matzah, which is Amaitzi. And we're talking about Ashkenaz, right? But Ashkenaz make Amaitzi Matzah. And now you have, you have downgraded it because you have boiled it and it has lost its surah of Pas. Meaning, Knedlach do not look like Matzah anymore. They don't taste like Matzah. They don't act like matzah, and therefore the bracha on kneiluch is mezainus. Even if you're kaveh suda, if you ate 25 kneiluch, which is certainly a kaveh suda, you still make a mezainus because it's chavitza, it's not Passover b'kistin. Now, what determines, and this, this is the hard part of the sugya, what determines when something becomes chavitza? Kneiluch is an obvious item that has lost its tzuras hapas, but what else determines when something loses its tzuras hapas? So chazal, the paiskim, the Shulchan Aruch, uh, in detail, give the Gedarm. And there are, we're going to say there are two extremes, and then there's the middle case. The extremes are easy, because Chazal and the Pais can give us the definition, and then there's the middle case, which is up to us. We are, we are the judges to determine the status of, of, of this item. 
So number one, rule number one, if you just, if you boil something, then it loses its source of pass. If it's less than a kazayas, okay? So actually we're going to say before rule number one, something that's a kazayas of bread will never ever lose its source of pass, no matter what you do to it. So you could take a piece of bread, that's a kazayas, and you could mix it with eggs and oil and, and fry it and bake it and boil it. No matter what you do to it, if it retains its status of a kazayas, the bracha is going to be, you could drop an atomic bomb on it. If it remained the kazayas, the bracha is going to remain a hamaitzi, right? So a, a piece, let's say French toast. If you have a piece of French toast, which began as a piece of bread, and you, 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 you fried it and it was oily and it's milky and so on. And your finished product is the, is the original kezayis of the bread. It's hamaytzi. Now I want to parenthetically note that kneiluch are also kezayis, right? But kneiluch were broken down to smaller than a kezayis and reformulated into a kezayis, right? So that doesn't count. It has to be a kezayis from start to finish. Right, it has, to, it has to be a kazayis from start to finish, and therefore, um, uh, a canadal is not this does not have that, and therefore, a canadal is downgraded to a mezayinus, even though now it is, is formed into a kazayis. We're talking about it remained a kazayis, never lost its 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 status of kazayis. Okay, so that's case number one. If it's a kazayis, it remains amaisi. Now let's get to category number one. If something is less than a kazayis, now we have to don on the item. If it's less than a kazayis and you boil it. The bracha is definitively going to be a mezaynus. That's what, that period. Nothing to talk about. So that's why kneiluch are mezaynus, because kneiluch are boiled matzah, less than a kazayas. Okay, if you fry it, or you put it into a klisheni, then the paiskim are mesupik, whether or not it's definitively a mezaynus, or, or not. Okay, more on this later. But is frying, or, or, um, um, you know, going ahead and cliché, not really boiling it, it's a secondary, what's the status of that? Is that so posh? But boiling certainly makes it into a mesitis. Okay, now let's go to the other extreme. The other extreme is where you did nothing to the bread. You only, what we'd say in science, only caused a physical change to the bread, which means you broke it down into smaller pieces. Examples, breadcrumbs, right? I get to shy once in a while. Not, not a lot of people eat breadcrumbs alone. We're not talking about breadcrumbs now on your chicken or breadcrumbs on uh, your fish. That's a different story. That gets into an Icarin Tuffle issue, which we're not going to get into. We're talking about eating breadcrumbs as is, eating matzah farful. The matzah has been ground down into very, very tiny pieces. The berchasai on that is going to be a hamaitzi. And the reason why it's a hamaitzi, right? The reason why it's a hamaitzi is because it, it, in, in that case, where you just, you didn't do anything to it. In other words, you did, you did nothing extra special to that item. It's still, right, in that case, you did nothing to it. What do I mean you didn't do anything to it? It's just bread, right? It's a piece of bread. So what did you do to it? Nothing, right? You've done nothing to the breadcrumbs, and therefore the bracha remains of Ahamaytzalachim in Aretz, and that's also a, a you know, a, a Pashara case, a Pashara Echitimsa. The, the bracha remains a Hamaitzi. So if people who like to eat breadcrumbs or people who like to eat matzah, the bracha is going to be a Hamaitzi. 
Okay, fine. Now, now we get into um, um, another another issue, and that is the middle category. And the middle category is very, very Nagaya, and most Nagaya. I want to mention one thing that fit into the previous category, and that is croutons, maybe, maybe croutons. There are two ways to make croutons. One way to make croutons is by cutting them down, or bagel chips, frying them in oil where they possibly lose their truce of pas. We're not talking about that case. We're talking about croutons where they just broke it down into small pieces and they baked the croutons. Because you didn't change the tsura of this, right? You didn't change the tsura of this. It retains the same status as, as it was before, right? Because you, you didn't change anything over here. It, it's just a baked piece of bread. And therefore, the, even though it got a little bit hard, but the brach is going to be a, in that case, the brach is going to be a hamaitzalachaminaharetz. Now, we contrast that with with bagel chips that were baked straight into something hard and brittle. Okay, if you have a bagel chip. We get to Shiloh all the time. What is the brach on a bagel chip? What's, what's the brach on a bagel chip? Is the brach hamaitzalachaminaharetz? The answer is it depends. And this is very important. You have, you have exact same products to the consumer, but the bracha may, may be different. If if you went ahead and you just bake these chips into a hard item, you took yesterday's bagels. You have a bagel store. They took day-old bagels. They come in the morning. They say, okay, we have leftover bagels from yesterday. Let's make bagel chips. And they do this. The bracha is going to be hamaitzi because it's basically a bagel that's been toasted and it doesn't lose its source of pas. It still looks like a piece of bread. But if you have a bagel store that says, okay, we're making bagels, but we're going to make bagels chips hard. We're going to take little pieces of dough and bake them hard. They're like a pretzel in that case. And therefore, the brach is going to be, in that case, certainly the brach is going to be a a, a mazinus. It's like a pretzel. It's like hard pretzel. It's gone straight into a pasababakistan. So again, it's very interesting. Two products, exact same to the consumer. But they're different brachas, so we can't know the brachas. The Star K requires the local bagel store. There's a Goldberg bagel shop here. We require them to bake the bagel chips only from scratch. They cannot use their old bagels because they want to write designers on the bag. We can't have one day designers and one day Hamaitzi because one day, oh, we have leftover bagels. You know, on, on Monday morning, they had Sunday leftover bagels. They're going to bake them. They're going to take bagels, which are Hamaitzi. That's the Chavitza Sugya. They're going to be still be Hamaitzi because they didn't change the tzura. Sunday morning they come, there's no bagels left there. They're very stale. From Friday, they got rid of them, Arab Shabbos. And now they, now they got to bake them scratch. So those are going to be bizarreness. So we can't have that. So they can only bake them, only hard and brittle to start. And therefore, you have to be careful when buying croutons or bagel chips, what the story is. Now, we're not talking about the mandolin over here. Mandolin are, are, goes, are called croutons. Those are bizarreness. Those are hard and brittle from the start. Let me tell you a very interesting maisa with a cereal. There's a cereal on the market, which was questionably chavitza, but Lamaisa, it's not. The name of that cereal is called Grape Nut Cereal. Grape Nut Cereal starts as baked into a bready, doughy substance. And there was a rumor about 30 years ago that maybe the brach on Grape Nut Cereal is a, is a hamaitzi because they're bread that's basically been chopped up and baked into a hard and brittle substance. That is chavitza. It's the, one of the definitions of chavitza that it doesn't lose its source of pass. 
It's not literally chavitza. It's really not chavitza, but it's the category of chavitza. And therefore, there was a rumor that it was it was it was um, I spoke to the mashgiach in the factory, who told me that he got to Shiloh periodically, and he decided once and for all to determine what the story here is. So he made hamaitzi in his car on a piece of bread, and that freed him from you know any hamaitzis in the plant. And now he could ask him to hate in the factory. He asked Rishus from the plant, "Could I taste this grape nuts in its intermediary stage?" I want to see when it's a dough. I want to taste it before you harden it, what it tastes like. He went ahead and he tasted the dough. And he said it tastes, it tastes like dough. It was baked to shtickle, but it did not taste like bread. So it never really was bread. And therefore, it's clear that their, their, that bracha is clearly a mezayinist. It was the second far away. It's mezayinist because the original kavana was to bake it hard or brittle, even though it had an intermediary stage. But Klar, the mashkiach, was made that this bread never tasted like bread. It tasted awful. It was a doughy substance, and therefore brichasa is 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 certainly a mezayinus, and you can eat your grape nuts for cereal without having to wash. Can I repeat? If you're ready, you're giving us very valuable information. So, what's the name of that cereal? Which clearly grape, grape nuts. Grape nuts. It's mostly mostly older people eat it, <laughs> right? So, I guess the oilam here are retirees. So, mistamid is a good percentage of the oilam. That eats the cereal, grape nuts. It has nothing to do with grapes and has nothing to do with nuts, but it's it looks like a nut, right? It's called it's called it's a health cereal. It's been around Mishan Karmayin. When I was a kid, it was around, and uh, it's called grape nuts. Again, the brachas mizayinus, even though it was once upon a time a bready substance, but the mashkiach was made that it it, it, it only it, it was never really bread. It was a very poor tasting bread, and it's hard to don that on a now, this the has middle, nothing to do with the Shaila of Raisin Bran, which is a totally different sugya. That's correct. Raisin Bran is a sugya of, of is it possible to kiss it to start with? Because it's a flaky substance. It's also Bran is an Iker Tuffle issue over here. What's the Iker? What's the Tuffle? It, it, this is something that was a bread and now did it lose maybe a bread. And on the side, it was a bread. You got a diamond that it loses its Suras Hapas and what the original Kavana was. Raisin Bran. Is a cereal that was never a bread. It was possibly never a possible kisnin because it's a flake, and flakes never even get it through a pass to start with. So it's a whole different, it's a whole different sugar. That would be a topic. Raisin bran, is there a pas is there a pas akum issue? There's a shila because is it considered pas? It starts to be true. We get calls about this. Um, is it a, is it ikur tuff? It's a brand, brand of shahakol. What's the ikur tuffle over here? It's a whole deal. You can suit on raisin bran. I don't know anyone who would be suit ever on raisin bran, right? Not exactly pizza, right? But we might say if someone mamish held a raisin bran and was suit, that would be a shiloh over there. Anyway, the middle category is really the hardest sugya of chavitza because it gave us, the consumer, the chazal gave us the, the, the license to paskin. What do I mean? If something is less than a kazayas and you treat it, how do you treat it? You treat it with eggs. You treat it with other ingredients. Then, then, Chazal said, the place can say, you look at this item and you determine if it's a, if it has a true pass or not. Let me give my favorite example. Chav Galerton tells Yeshiva Chicago, I was able to learn that this, this week is the art side of, of Shmuel Levine. He was the son of my Roshiva and he became Roshiva as his first yard site of, of this coming Friday. I was actually to learn there many years ago. And in yeshiva, I was also a waiter, so that gave me extra, you know, 
behind the scenes look on what's going on in the kitchen. And one of the things they served was stuffing. Stuffing was basically bread that was, you know, I guess bread that was no longer regular edible in a sandwich. And of course, we're not going to let it go to waste. So the cook, Mrs. Klein, Shalom, made bread stuffing, right? Made bread stuffing. This was made from chopped up bread mixed with oil and eggs and so on. And when it was served, it looked like stuffing. And it really had no tzuras unless you dissected the, the stuffing. You could see, if you look carefully by pulling it apart, you would see a little bit of a tzuras It's clear that that item had no tzuras I mean, if the fact you dissected it and could see a shtickle bread in it is meaningless because for all intents and purposes, it was saturated with the oil and the eggs and whatever other ingredients went in it. And that was that was this, uh, one of the side dishes for, I believe it was Tuesday night supper. Lomaisa, the brocha was a mezainus. Because the Chazal tell me and tell you and tell the other Tamilim and the Yeshiva then, look at the bread stuffing and say, do you see any bread in here? And the answer is no. And, and therefore, it's, it's by boiled, it's pushing it's mezainus. By cut up, it's pushing it's Here, you have to make the decisions. That was an easy one. Let's talk about French toast. There are two ways to make French toast. One way is to take a kazayas of bread, a full slice of bread, which is almost always a kazayas, and that's going to be hamaisi, as we said earlier in the shir. Another way to make French toast is to cut it up into small pieces, and then cut up in small pieces and quarters, and then treat it with eggs and oil and so on. Now you have to decide whether it has a tzuras hapas or not. That's not so easy. It really is not so easy because when you look at a piece of French toast, it really depends on your wife's recipe here. If you saturated it in eggs and a lot of oil and milk and it turned white, well, chayrat's mezayinus, because it has no more tzuzapas. But if you if you saturate, if you didn't do much of anything, you put a little bit of light eggs on it and put a little oil on it, and then you, you know, you 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 prepared it. Well, now the brach is gonna be hamaitzi because I still see pas in here. It's a yellow pas, it's yellowed. But l'chayra, it's still going to be berchasai hamaitzi. I see bread here. Okay, so that's the din of, of, of French toast. There's a myridika suffolk in the bir halacha. One of my one of my one of the most. Okay, uh, I have to ask a clarification for Rob. So what did, what does surah sapas mean in the visual in the visual thing in the eyes of the beholder? In the eyes of the beholder, l'chayra. You go to the mishabura here, and it's one of those things. You know, you want to measure. Um, you want to measure how much matzah you have to eat Pesach night, so we have Pesach to tell us it's this many inches and this much volume, this chulkadeh is okay, you want to go like Chazanish, but once you get there, shitas, you can take a ruler and measure it. This is something that's a hashara. I've never seen exactly a, a, a definition of the, the Pesach used to us pass and, and seem to give us a license. Maybe some of the contemporary Pesach articulate it better, but it's not something you can measure. Again, I know I know the Paiskim said Rebelsky and Rabbi both held that that flakes are not Trusapas when it comes to Pasabakistan. How is that determined? That was our Hashara. There's no there's no guideline. I'm getting off a tangent here, but a cookie is, yeah, that's a suffix pass. That's Pasabakistan, because it's up as Trusapas. What gave it pass? Well, it's flour and water. It's hard. I understand that. But if I water a little sugar, but a flake, thus is garnished, right? French toast that's yellow and all, all, all you know, soft and pliable and 
a gooey, that's, that's, that's not just a pas. That's posh it, right? Oh, it's a little more body to it. It's just a stickle yellow. I would consider that not. Maybe someone else will look at it and say it doesn't. I, th- I think there's a general clawlim, and I think that's why if you'd ask different price, given you'd show them samples of French toast, you might get a different consensus, to be honest, right? Because there's no, there's no measuring, there's no measuring stick. There's a murder. We'll hear about the garlic nuts. Is that serious a pass? Garlic nuts. Because okay, so garlic nuts are really a pass of a kissing issue. Uh, because garlic nuts are baked using other ingredients, and then they put in the butter in them or whatever it is, butter, margarine, and now it's a shayla. Is this, is this more cakey? Is this more bready? So that's really a pass pass of a kissing issue, which gets Not to all other shayla. Do I have croissants? Right? Are croissants cake or are they are they bread? There's a Bas Yosef that says in such a case, right? You 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 look how do I and I get to Shiloh periodically, someone bakes something and I, I don't see it, but I try to don on what the what the bracha is, and, and I say, Okay, let me ask you a question. Would, would you take this and smear peanut butter or put put salami on it at the beginning of the meal? I say, No, I wouldn't do that. Are you eating it for dessert? Oh yeah. I say, Okay, it's Mazinus. Oh, you would you would smear jelly on it and eat it at the beginning of the meal? Then it's hamaitzi, right? That's a hashara of the person. Maybe different people would look at croissants in a, in a different manner. There's a maradika suffik in the halacha. This is one of the most intriguing halachas and hilchas brachas that I have, I have found, and and it's actually I, I once used this in an answer to a a very interesting question I was posed, uh, almost b'tayis hashkafa, which I'm not going to get into, but that's how intriguing the shaila is. Listen to the halacha. We learned before that if you take a piece of bread and you cut it into quarters and you add eggs and, and oil and so on and it loses its source of pas, the bracha is mezaynus. That's the classic chavitza. If you take a piece of bread and it's a full piece of bread, which is a kazayas, and you oil it, same, same recipe, same recipe, you just take a piece of bread and now you do the same thing to it, okay, that we've defined, that's called halacha. What if you take a piece of bread and you add oil and you add um, um, eggs and so on, and it's still kazayas? So the bracha is amaitzi, right? And now you go to your to table, and before you make the bracha on it, you cut it into quarters. Okay? Now your neighbor, your friend, other balabasta, she had a different recipe, right? He made it, or his wife made it. The exact same finished product. It's the Zelba product. The same ingredients. The same everything. There's only one difference. How did you get here? The first recipe was cut it in quarters, oil it, egg it, fry it. It loses The second recipe was to make it a hamaitzi and then cut it less than a kazayas. I'm sorry, but make it away with hamaitzi. And now you cut it into quarters. So on one side, you're looking at chavitza less than a kazayas. The brach should be mezaynus. It's less than a kazayis. Doesn't look like bread. It's been it's been oiled and all that stuff. The bracha becomes a mezaynus. But one second over here, Dr. How can you take a knife and cut a product in half or quarters, and all of a sudden the bracha is downgraded to a mezaynus? Because you took a fork and knife and cut it into quarters, you've downgraded a bracha from amaytzi to mezaynus. We can design. How can that be? You can't you can't just change a bracha by cutting it in half. Right? How could such a thing be? It makes no sense. But at the same time, one second, it's less than it meets all the criteria of Chavitz. It should be beside us. People have Sarachian. 
I think it's a hashkafa issue here because sometimes you can get to the same, two people get to the same conclusion, but if you go different routes, you end up with a different answer or a different, different, different uh, psak because you took a different route to get to, to get to that definite destination. Now, a couple other quick chavitzas that we have Pesach time for those who eat kabrox. You have, um, and, and that'll lead me to a discussion of the one case possible habaytzi. Um, obviously, matzah milk cake is another example of 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 um, losing to a sapas. You've grounded it down. You add all these ingredients to it, chocolate and sugar and so on. The bracha becomes a barimidimizinus. Okay, what if you have a matzah lasagna? Okay, or matzah pizza? Okay, I don't need kabrox. I, I can only describe the way they describe this to me. And that is, you take a slice of matzah, and, okay, matzah pizzas, you add you add um, tomato sauce and cheese, and matzah lasagnas, you do the same thing, but with two layers, and you, 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 you put layers on top of the next. So that's clearly going to be hamaitzi, because you, you put it in the oven, and it's, it, yes, it's, it's, it's saturated with the cheese, and, the, and, the, and more so the tomato sauce, but it retains its gazayas, and therefore the berchasa is hamaitzi. Right, because it's hamaitzi. If you serve it cut, you're going to get into that suffix of be'alacha But what about matzah brai? So matzah brai is going to be in that case. Um, it's typically made from matzah that's broken into pieces, less than a kezayis. Um, And now, if the pieces of matzah were boiled in water, then you make a mizaynus because again, boiled matzah pieces is mizaynus and alamichya. But if the matzah wasn't boiled, but it was just pan fried with no oil or butter. And the matzah is still nicker as matzah, right? A little, a little eggs. Then the brachas be hamaitzi. So what's the bracha matzah, right? It really depends how you make it. Now, one other example I want to give, and that is matzah rolls, right? Matzah rolls. It's a very interesting case because there is a mishabru that says that if you took matzah meal or or breadcrumbs and you reformulated it into something that looks like a piece of bread. Right, mamish looks like a piece of bread. Then the bracha is going to be hamaitzi. Now, how do you do that exactly? Right. So, if you make, I don't know, I mean, we eat matzah rolls on Pesach. I say we don't eat kabrats, but I had my wife when, when I was working on the sugya, and uh, and I had my wife test it before Pesach to make matzah rolls, and she made matzah rolls, and we served it by by a suda where we had I had washed already, so I was able to taste it. And lemaisa, it didn't taste like bread. It how didn't taste like bread. What's that? How can you eat matzah before Pesach? Oh, good question. So, <laughs> so you can't eat matzah before Pesach, but you could eat chavitzah before Pesach. It's lost. It's just about kneiluch. You can eat kneiluch up till till uh, till our Pesach, right? right. No, even if you're makbar matzah, but a baked diet is no problem, right? So it was certainly it was certainly a bizarreness. The shaila is that it regained its surah. So later, someone in the office mentioned that they looked in a in a fancy uh, cookbook for Pesach recipes, and I guess there's a there's a chef by the name of Susie Fishbein, and in her in her book she tells you that to make you want to make really good matzah meal rolls, you blow dry them. In other words, you get the exact recipe, and to give it the texture, you can mamish blow dry them, and you go through all these steps, and you're going to get a roll. It, it tastes like a piece of bread. I guess, Kimat, that would be Hamaitzi, right? 
even though it's chavitza, but it's reformulated into something with a real, and we say tzus ha-pas here, we mean pas, not, not just tzus ha-pas, we mean it's been reformulated to pas, and therefore brachasa is going to be a, in that case, brachasa is going to be ha-maitzi, so it's a very rare case that you're going you to have this, but again, mo, I want to tell you one mile over here, and that is, um, and, and you're going to have to bench, right? In that, ca- in that case, uh, you're going to have to, you're going to have to bench. Now, let me tell you the mile of matzah meal rolls that you don't use this recipe. And that is, even if you're kaveh suda, this is a very interesting etza here. Someone wants to go on the road and they don't want to wash. Or, right, you don't wash. So you, you, you make a, okay, so what's the etza? Mizinus rolls, right? I'm sure you had sure Mizinus rolls already. The American Paiskim, right? Heinemann, Rebelski. Mamish came out stark against these items. They're hamaitzi, they have tours hapas. They look like bread, they act like bread, they taste like bread. Even if it's a fruit juice, it's called hamaitzi. And chlor, if you can add on it, right? Even if you want to say that they that they have a shtickle tzad, that they're mezainas in Tim Salimar, right? And they're gdayla, price come out of they talk a whole like this. That's why some of the meals coming out of Eretz Yisrael have, have the wrapper that says on it, mezainas. Because do all the designers, but if you suda, which means you ate it with a meal and you ate as much bread equal to the amount of bread that you would have eaten of this possible kissed designers rolls, or you went to a bris and you had lots of bagels and, and had a whole full meal with these designers bagels, that's called amaitzi. Okay, how do you get around this problem? You make matzah meal rolls that don't look exactly like bread, that are fake. Now that's chavitza, right? That's chavitza. You've taken the matzah meal, you've grounded it, you've mixed it with other ingredients, and that doesn't look bread anymore. You've reformulated it with your recipe to make the fake rolls, and now you can have a salami sandwich, no problem, because and make a zayinus and be kaviya suda. You can eat, you can eat ten of them, and there's no problem because kaviya suda and chavitz, as we said earlier in the shear, does not create a kaviya suda pesach again if you eat matzah bray and they made a whole suda out of it, a matzah pizza. You can make a suda, it's not going to matter. If, unless you make a maize. I'm sorry, matzah pizza maize, so I take that back. But the matzah bry, which you done to be mezoinus, even if you can make a suda on it, is going to be a, um, is going to be a mezoinus. In that case, and you will not make a, uh, certainly a maize. One other item is teglach, right? Teglach are matzah meal cooked in what? sweet syrup. Teglach. Or teglach. Yeah. Teglach. I don't know if tug te- they're saying tug teglach, right? I don't know if that comes from this food item, right? But lemaisa, those are matzah meal cooked in sweet syrup, and those are klar mezainus, and 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 those are definitely going to be mezainus in that case. Okay, so that 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 is the din of the first half of the shir here, where we spoke about the dinim of chavitza. Let me move on to the next next discussion, which is really a totally different sugya, but very negaya, and that is, and you had this also, and that is. When a person eats something more, eats more, we're all guilty of this. You ate something, you say, oh, that was good. Could I have some more? What's the din? Do I need to make another bracha or not? Okay, so let's give a simple example. You ate a piece of cake, and you want more cake. Do you need a new bracha or not? Right, simple case. Case number two, I ate an apple, and I said, oh, that was good apple. You know, you're a little healthier than the cake. I had an apple, and now you know, let me go for another fruit. So you go to the fridge, and you see you have an orange. Oh, very good. Let me eat an orange. 
Now, as you know, the brach and the apple orange are the same. Do I need to make another eitz on the orange? Very, very negaya, because especially when you snack, you, you, we eat a little bit, and we wet our appetites, and we want more. Obviously, if you ate a different bracha, it's pasha, you need another bracha. If you had a piece of cake, and now you want to have a, an orange, of course you make a high that's pasha. But I had a piece of cake, and I want a cookie. I had a chocolate bar, and now I want to eat um, uh, 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 another bracha. That's an item that's, uh, that's going to be a shahakal. I want to drink something. What's the, what's the din? So the rules are as follows. The rules are as follows. The first rule is that anything in front of you is automatically covered <clears throat> in front of you. That means if I have, a, I have a bowl of fruit, right? I'm sitting down and there's a big bowl of fruit in front of me and I take an apple and I make a burpee eight and I eat the apple and now I say, okay, what else is in this basket? Oh, an orange. Let me eat the orange. You do not need a bracha. When you make a bracha, it covers everything in front of you. Everything that's there. That's case number one. In front case means on the, ta- on the table in front of you. Muhammad. On the table in front of you. L'chaira, one could argue, and, and, and there's a little bit of discussion, it's on the Paiskim, maybe even in the fridge in front of you. In other words, I'm eating in the kitchen, right by our kitchen table, is next to a fridge. So that's also, it's there. In other words, I make a bracha on, on, on what, what's in front of I, I, I saw this maybe one safer that, to say that that's, that lives in front of you. It's in the same room. It's in the same room. You know, it's the gay, it's like, yeah, Kiddush, right? You go to Kiddush Shabbos morning and um, you make a bracha on the face. They have some candy on the table, right? You made your mezayin, you had the suda, Kiddush Bakh suda, and now this episode, uh, yeah, potato kugel. Potato kugel made from a recipe of ground potatoes. Perchot shakal nebedvari. Make a shakal on the potato kugel. What happens when you eat potato kugel? Right? You get thirsty. Now I got to go and drink something. I think, Claire, in that case, you don't need to make a bracha on the drink because that's in front of you, right? I used to have a drink table, not on the regular table with the kugel and, the, and, the, and, and, and so on. It's there. Right? It's, all, it's all there. The second example is if you have das to potter, right? If a person has das to potter the item, then it's covered by the bracha. Now, you don't need to have das for that bracha, for that item. In other words, you take an apple from the fridge and you make a very eights, and you have das for all the apples. Or, oh, I'm sorry, all the fruit, any heights. Doesn't matter. You don't have to decide what I'm eating. I'm eating an apple. Ooh, I want an orange next. You don't have to make that decision. You, you, you want to have later, um, you know, some other fruit. You want to have a plum? It's also good. I have das with my barbara eights on my apple to cover any fruit that, that, that not even here. It could be in the next room. It could be my neighbor, right? It doesn't make a difference. I have das that works. Hey, that's number two. That's number two. Number three is the same item. The same item also is automatically covered by your bracha, which means if I make a bracha, I'm right perhaps on an apple, and I say, oh, that was good. Are there any more apples? And go to the fridge, let's say, not in the room, to avoid, right? You pull out another apple, you need another bracha because it's covered. It's definitively covered. Now, we're speaking now where you're not Messiah Das. Messiah okay. Das is a whole other sugya. It's complicated sugya. Messiah certainly where I said, I'm done. I had an apple, that was a good apple, I'm finished. Let me make a bracha chreina. And then you change your mind, it might be too late. If you had das in your mind, it depends on how stark the das was. We're assuming there was no hasachan das here. Okay, now, however, however, if, if you did not have das, or it was not in front of you, then it's not the same item, we'll get two exceptions in a moment, 
you, it was not in front of you, then you have to make another bracha. So let's go to our case of the fruit. You ate an apple, right? You're, you're sitting and learning, right? It's 11 o'clock at night. You go to the fridge. You pull out an apple. You make a bread for eight. You finish the apple. And now you say, oh, I'm still hungry. And you go to the fridge and you pull out an orange. You have to make another bracha. It's kind of strange because you just made a bread for eight five minutes ago. It took you five minutes to eat the apple. But the you didn't have das and it wasn't in front of you. So what's covering this? Nothing. There's nothing covering this orange. Didn't, it didn't. It wasn't chal, and therefore you have to go ahead and make a new bar eights. Now it's going to be one bar and a fushes. That's very interesting here. You make a bar and a fushes at the end. It's going to cover both the apple and the orange, right? The bar and a fushes at the end is going to cover both the apple and the orange because why? You don't make another bar and a fushes on the first apple. That, that that works for both. You're within the range of time to make a bracha right? You have till thirty minutes on a fruit, but you have you have seventy two minutes. Whatever the number is, it's ten minutes later. So you make a bar eights. And the halacha is that's certainly going to be uh, going to be covered. Okay. And we're also, there's no shinamakim here. Shinamakim is a separate sukkah, which I'm not getting into. If you left the premises, you ate an apple, and you come back 10 minutes later, you went to that mincha, or you went to around the block to pick up something, uh, or you went you, know, you went around the block to pick up more fruit, that's shinamakim. That's going to be have your bracha under certain conditions, which we're not going to get into. It's a, it's a totally different shear. The question, though, one of the questions can we ever is sipping coffee over an hour and a half. What, what about that? No, so that's no. It works. It works. In other words, that's a that's a that's a din in because the fanecha, right? You're sitting the whole shear. You had you had two hours of shul now. Let's say you sip the coffee, then it works. In other words, as long as you don't have a half second of a half an hour, then and that's to avoid rachachrayna problems, and 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 and, and even b'diavid seventy two minutes. As long as you don't have a half second, that rachachrayna. So you take a sip of coffee at nine a.m. And your next sip is at 9.30 a.m. and 10 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. That brachat rishayna works. Even if you had a 72-minute hapsik, it may, the brachat rishayna still may work if you weren't Messiah Das. It's a different sugi of brachat rishayna, brachat rishayna. It works on different premises. But you don't want to go more than 72 minutes because then that, that original sips you took have no brachat rishayna relating to it. That's also what do you put? Su- what do you put sugar in in the thir- in the in the second? Uh, yeah, that's thing? tough. That's gonna be tough to the coffee. You know, as you get a second coffee with sugar, in other words, the, you had a coffee. Ah, your tefillus is different. Now you need episodes of sugar for the second cup to go down sweeter. Uh, it's tough. Your coffee's coffee. It's not, it's not a different. It's not a different item. Luchayro, right? One kadan. What constitutes a different item? If, you, if I got a red apple and then I have a green apple, you know, they they taste the same. That, that's not going to, that's an apple's an apple. Now, two very interesting exceptions to this. They're, they're really different, come from different angles. Just I, sh- I shouldn't really label them as two exceptions. We're going to call one follow-up of the Gedara that we gave and one exception. The follow-up of the Gedara we gave is a very interesting case. You have to help cup here. And that is, I, I take an apple. Okay, I'm halfway through my apple. Halfway through the so I still have the apple here. And then your wife comes and says, Oh, you know, they have oranges too. We just got just bought fresh oranges today at the at the farmer's market. They're really good. They say, Oh, sounds good. And she gives you the orange. So now your haschala of the orange is still why you're eating the apple. You didn't have das. Didn't have das. And it wasn't in front of you. Okay. Put aside a moment, it was your wife that gave it to you. Because we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a minute. You you remember that that you that you bought. These fruits, and you say, you know what? I mean, I'm halfway done. I'm going to finish later. Let me try some orange now. So now the din is, it's if you're still in the middle of eating the item, 
and you bring out something similar, okay, similar, fruit is similar, fruit is similar, the bracha is going to, you don't have to take another bracha, again, you're still in the middle, if you finish the apple, even though the orange is similar, doesn't work, but if that's what's in front of me, but if I'm in the middle, then it works, and I think the svar here is that you're still making the bracha over here. I made a, I made a bright piece on an apple. I'm still a rangatan of the bracha. The bracha is there's a there's a chefzer shal mitzvah, not mitzvah chefzer shal Michael that's sitting in front of me. The bracha is still floating around over here. So now I bring an orange and transfers to the orange. There's a chalois on the orange that's going to be chal, and therefore it's going to work. Now, if you bring something different, totally different, different category of food, then doesn't help. Let me give an example. You're eating a chocolate bar. You're halfway through a chocolate bar and you say, How about a beer? Right? How about a beer? And now you bring out a beer. A beer and chocolate bars are mamish mikatsal katsa. They're totally has two different categories. In that case, you're gonna need a bracha. If you made a shakal on the chocolate bar and you had das on any other shakal, it's gonna work on the beer. But if you didn't have das and it wasn't in front of you, it doesn't transfer because they're two different items. Now I don't when have does stam das work? When can you say I'm sitting down and therefore stam? I want das and everything I want to eat. Is such a thing? Yes, or I have you gotta to have das every time. Swimming? Every time, there's no kol nidre here where you could say for the rest of the measurement kol nidre. We say every time I sit down to a meal, I want it to work on everything. There's no such thing. Every time you sit down, you have to have das. I'm making a bite eight goes on everything. We usually don't do that. But if yeah, you do, but you could, you could, if you, if you habitually, every time you make a bracha rishayna, say, I want it to work on everything, but you have to do it right now. The shayla in the paiskim is, what constitutes different? Okay, the Archa Shulchan's Lushen is a drink and a food. That's quite different. That's why I gave an example of a chocolate bar and a beer. I didn't say soda. Soda is full of sugar, and chocolate bar and sugar is full of sugar. But l'chayr, they're different like the Archa Shulchan also. L'chayr, they are. But what about apple and orange? L'chayr, l'chayr, they are the same. What about like two foods that like cookies and cake? At Lachira, they would be similar. Lachira make a mezayinus. Someone brings you out cookies, or you ate mezayinus from cookies. Someone brought you out cake. I think that case lachalades would be similar. But but what if I had um, what if I had cake and uh, and a matzah brai that was a mezayinus? To, to go back to the previous sugya, I mean they're different items. They're, they look different. They're not the same category. What if I had two shahakols? I had a chocolate bar and mushrooms. Right? You're going to put that in the same category? I know it might be mushrooms. Yeah, they're two foods, but I wouldn't put them in the same category. I think they're two different, totally items. I don't think of them alike. I don't eat them together. They're, they're not similar. So I, I, this might be a up for great up for a suffix here and a shiloh. I'm going to leave this as a shiloh. What constitutes different? It's not so negaya. Remember, it's only negaya in this case where I'm in the middle of something and then and then I bring out more if it's the same category, the bracha jumps. If it's a different category, the bracha doesn't jump. The question is, how do you categorize it? One last thing before I take questions. And that is, the the the, the, the brings this down. There's a svara of attack of the balabayas, which, right, the Gemara talks about this, means I am soymach on the balabas. Let's say I'm a guest in your house. Okay, you're serving supper. For, you mean it wash. Makes, makes the case go easier. For, for the four spice, you serve vegetable soup. Okay, I make a very pradama. Okay. Now, now you bring out, for the main course, you bring out chicken and potatoes and salad, right? You bring out chicken and salad. 
and then um, okay, I make a mezayim I make I make now. Do I make a hadama on the on the salad? The answer is Let's analyze what we've learned till now. Lachira was it in front of me? No. The, your wife brought it out from the kitchen, different room. I never saw it. Did I know it's coming? No. Did I have das? No. So lachira, you make a bracha. Chazal says no. I, in that case, I don't make a bracha. Why not? Because when I come to your house to eat, I'm saying which means my stam das is my bar that I made on that vegetable soup. Is I know you invited me for supper. You're serving me a supper. So stam hadamba is saying anything the balabas brings out, it's going to work. And then you bring me watermelon for dessert. Right there, it works. Talk about what you didn't wash because I made a burpee hadamba at the beginning. And my automatic stam das is any hadamba you bring me. And I make a design and say, Shalmi Kugel, that's going to work for the rest of the meal. Stam das. You bring me out a piece of cake for dessert, I don't need a bracha because I already made a design and say, Kugel. If, so that's the point. That's the basic al shukhanar. So the paiskim, I believe the achrainim, say your wife is the balabas, right? You go home and you tell your wife, your wife is the balabas. When it comes to serving the food, she's in charge. So when I come over for supper tonight, my wife's going to serve me a four spice, or she's going to serve a bowl of soup, let's say. I make a bar I'm My stam das is, I don't know what's for supper. I don't know what's for supper. She's going to bring out something else. Okay, if I'm in the same room, it was there over there, right on the counter, fine. But let's say it wasn't. Let's say let's say the dining room tonight, right? Let's say the dining room, right? And now they're bringing out the food, right? So, 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 so your dining room is separate from your kitchen, like I'm in this? Or? Oh, yeah, it's not in front of me. If I eat the dining room and I go into, if I'm sitting in my dining room learning and I make a burpee dhamma at 12 o'clock at night and I go back into the kitchen and I pull out nakhat dhamma, even a fridge is an extension. In front really means on the table. I, I think the place can say, eh, right around you in the same room like the Kiddush. I'm in this room and that's that room. Not in front of me, no das. Not going to work. Anyway, my wife brings me out. I'm talking about bias. I'm sorry, but my wife, that's my stam das. La fuke. Some even say mealtime. You know, if I sat down alone, let's say my wife is, is away. She, let's say she's at a chasana tonight, out of town, and I'm making my own supper, and I'm an ad living it. There are even places that go as far as to say, okay, What's in the fridge? I mean, my wife would prepare for me, so I don't have that problem. But let's say I, I did it myself. I'm going to make hadama, and now, okay, let's see, what else can I eat? L'chayr, that also would be stamdas. But if I'm sitting at midnight learning, and I'm hungry, and I go for a snack, and I make a mezainus on a piece of cake, and then I decide to eat more of a different mezainus, and it wasn't in front of me, and I didn't have das, L'chayr, I have to make a bracha, because there's no takabah bais. My wife's not serving me. It's not supper time. In that case, I would have to make another bracha unless I fit to the Gedarim that we said earlier this year. Take questions. Okay, this is a Maise Shaya Kachaya this Shabbos. So, in this shul, sometimes we have trouble, sometimes we don't. Depends the guy, uh, there's a Muzayinus for well, every time. Trouble depends on the art side without going to all the, the details. Made a Kiddush, uh, made a Bari Muzayinus to be Kaveh Suda, etc. And we did not, I didn't know if there was trouble coming or not. And 10 minutes later, turns out after some extended political haggling, some trollant appeared. I couldn't have had das when I made the mezainus on the barley and the trollant. I couldn't have das when, even if I made a shackle on the meat and the trollant. Do I have to make brachos all over again? That's a good question. I would say a kiddush might be a talking about a bias. Because when, when I sit, you know, in our show, when I sit down for a kiddush, right, I mean, usually the food is already out, right? 
know, we have we have kiddush takanas. What we could serve, we we rather don't have. I don't let we don't have chalim by our shul. That was a takana made a long time ago, right? But that's not for now. There's not a hashkafa discussion here, right? <laughs> but my point is that lemaisa we make a grand kiddush shabbos zocher, for example, right? Shabbos zocher. I have a caterer in my shul too, right? Kiddush shab, right? And he brings out no, they got to. And his cater meaning someone dabs on his pile, right? He brings the best stuff, right, for the kiddush, and they come out, you know, with more stuff and more stuff. And technically, by any kiddush, they might surprise us and come out with the kugel. Potato kugel often doesn't come out until after I make kiddush, and people already had some designers. So I would say, in your case, by a kiddush, this is right. Talking about bias, you don't know what to expect. They make pull out of the kitchen something else that you didn't expect, and therefore the bracha is going to be a. You don't need another bracha because because it's, it's talking about bias. <laughs> The bias is the shul. The shul is correct. the bias. That's correct. The shul, the so kiddush machers. Interesting svar. It's attacked. Any kiddush is attacking the bias, and everything is potter, even if it's not lefanecha. By definition, it's lefanecha. It's in the kitchen. Correct. So that's that's right. Right. They're in the kitchen. I, I would think most places would hold that because again, bal bias doesn't mean a single individual where I'm eating by your house. It's I'm I'm what you're serving me. Bring me the food. What are you so bringing me now? What are you bringing me next? Another prevalent. Shomzachar, you come in, you may take a piece of cake and mazenas, and then half hour later, the shom comes out. And the bachram all over it. So right. certainly, that's different talking about bias, right? Because it's in a guy's house, right? It's even more pushy. So I, I, that's a good shiloh. Very good shiloh for the paiskim. This I'm going I'm to leave this a little more tzarchian. When a person comes to shomzachar, it would be totally in, when I come to shomzachar, do I assume that everything's already on the table? Or do I assume that no, that they're serving more? I would say it depends where you live, right? In some, <laughs> right? In some places, you know they're going to come out with more. Let's sit there. Yeah, what you know? What what's next? In some places, it's a more simple. Yeah, this is it. You know, they put out the face. People burn out of shops. The cakes. It's all out. I would say though nowadays. Now I'm thinking this through. People expect more in the sense that Baruch Hashem, Mikam Someone makes a shalom zocher. They can have a baby ten minutes before shkia. And there's no problem. The Shalom Zohar is going to be well stocked. Assume you live in a city with an Arif, right? Yeah. Because at that point, it's going to people are going to pile in with all the stuff, and and you're going to have plenty of stuff, and you don't know what's going to come next. And therefore, you come to Shalom Zohar, you know, right? You know, I've come to Shalom Zohar's where 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 they said, oh, you know, your wife's stuff that that's by the lady's side, right? Because we we <laughs> the, the good the, the good stuff is over there. Right, or or look nicer, or yeah, but the better. good stuff over there, no one eats it. It's only there for show. Correct, but right, but Lemaisa at the end later, once already all the everyone came through and they see, okay, let's finish this off. Then they bring uh-huh. it to the men. So it's clear. So again, it's it's clear. In, in a place where uh, there are certain places like that, I heard such a plus such place like that where meat boards are uh, are, are uh, you know the, the norm. So then it's pushing that the shakal pot pot is the meat board too, because you're expecting Clark, meat you're, if you're in a muckle like that, without getting the shakafish boy, then it patters. <laughs> it patters because you, you know you expect you walk in saying, okay, what's next? Right? What's next? Okay, everybody say uh, on the chat, any questions? Anybody want to open up their screen in the chat? Anybody in the room? Questions for the rub and this uh kiddish kashilas let's see. What about during the 30? Why is something Mazinus automatically not pasakum? Once that I ask about pasakum, which is Something was automatically not, what was the question? Well, something the Rev was mentioned, could, pa, the Rev mentioned going back to the Chavitza Pasakum here. Correct. So, so the Chavitza would never be a Pasakum issue. You got to look at what it was originally. In other words, if it was Pasakum, if you're starting, if you're making bread kugel or bread stuffing and your original bread was Pasakum, now that Pasakum is your part of your recipe. 
it's still going to be pasakum. If your original pas was pas Yisrael, and now a guy is preparing this next Michael, right? Then it's not going to be pasakum. Obviously, uh, right? It's not going to be pasakum at that stage because it wasn't pasakum to start with. The original ingredient wasn't uh, wasn't okay. pasakum. The shell is a, is a buffer and uh, buffet and the and for fun of. I think that's pasuk because it's in the same room. You can see it, right? So is it? Yeah, right. You go to Shmor. You go to Shmor. Even you go to the. You know, there's a big room, and you know there may be even some das on that. You go to Hasana, you stamp das is you know again shtickle. You know, it's 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 there. There was a question that came up if there should be a two minute summary. I'd be happy to give that Chazara. Um, is the run thing with the brachos on commercial Melba toast? Okay, so that's a shout I get commercial Melba toast. Thank you for mentioning that. That's like the that's like the croutons and the and the and the bagel chips, and that's a suffix. I tell people who call me. It depends how the company makes it. You have to go to the Heksher and ask them, how do they make this product? If they made it hard to start with and it was hard and brittle, that's like a pretzel. Because they made it hard. If they took bread that was old and that, and there are bakeries like that, you'd be surprised. Oh, they're not going to sell like this. Well, yes, they will. They're attached to a bakery. It's one big company. They sell bread. And at the same time, they take day-old bread and make and make Melba toast out of it. They cut it up. They give the tzura, and they give it a little bit of a light toast. Then berchasa is going to be a hamaytzi because it's a piece of bread that hasn't been translated, that hasn't been transferred. I want to point out that if they oiled it and fried it deep and it lost its tzura, it's going to have a problem. I want to come back to something I mentioned earlier, which I want to close the loop here. I mentioned earlier that chazal were mesupik on fried bread and 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 klisheni bread, right? When we talk about kenevach, what's the suffix? Does it lose tzuras pas or not? What's the suffix? Either it loses tzuras pas like, like boiled bread, or it's like the middle category of chavitza, and you have to decide whether it lost tzuras pas. So if it lost tzuras pas, you're good b'maroshach. It's it's boiled. It's it's been deep fried. It doesn't look like bread b'maroshach. Either it's not bread because it's like it's boiled, or it's not bread because it looks like bread. But if you boil a piece of small pieces of bread. And you look at it, you said, oh, this is bread. I see the bread. Now you have a suffix of din. Because on one side, it's like boiled bread that's definitively mezainas. On the other hand, it's it's something that Chazal gave me the license to pass it on. And, and I see this looks like bread. So it should be hamaitzi. So that's suffix of din. Or a cliche. You know, it's a game. If you cut matzah and put it into your, into your soup, you cut it to small pieces. I'm talking about real matzah now. You break it up into less than a kazayas, and you drop it in your cliche any bowl of soup. L'chaira, it has a tzura pas, at least initially. If you let it sit and soak and get really mushy, then maybe it loses its tzura. But most people like the crunch. So now you have a suffix and din. If you're eating it Sunday night for leftover soup, and you crunch matzah into it, if you put it in the pot, which no one's going to let you do, because then everybody's got to eat your matzah. Not everybody in my family likes matzah in the soup. So I'm talking about not Pesach, right? Pesach, we don't eat it. Right, but not Pesach Sunday night for supper. You didn't wash. You're eating leftover soup. You crunch the matzah into the pot of soup. That's a mezainus. You crunch it into the bowl, which is a cliche. We're not getting to love this of the of the ladle over here, right? But as, let's assume for a moment it's a cliche. Now you have a suffix of din. If it still looks like matzah, is it like the boiled or not? So you can't really do that. But if you let it mushy, then it's going to become mezainus. What if you put small pieces of challah? You didn't same, wash thing. same thing, right? I, I, I never do that. That's why I that's, mentioned that, it. That gets mushy right away, you know? Same, yeah, correct. And that's going to be mezainus. Okay, I have a couple of kids' classes here. Not going to bother up too much with this, but somebody was mayor. How could the stuff on the lady's side 
be lefanecha. If you're not, there's a mechitza there. You're not supposed to be in the lady side. So how can that be considered lefanecha? Lachar, it's not. So that's I'm coming on talk about the about bias. Meaning, we'll talk about bias the whole room. The whole in the kiddush, in the kiddush, the psalm zacher. Okay. Lachar, we can talk about bias. One last, you know, one last question before you go into summary. Sorry, we're going to, uh, too much over time. Um, the Ramayisha in Dalad Mem Gimel has this psak, and this is a serial shaila. He says you put you have bananas in daisa. You have to make a bracha on the bananas. Does 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 the Starke agree with that sack? Are you familiar with that sack? I mean, so we don't. I mean, Starke doesn't really pass on bracha shalos. It's right behind him and would say that. I would say because Ramosha held it's not tuffle. In other words, if it's big enough, right? If you if you the general rule is baker and tuffle is if you eat separately, right? If you eat if you eat separately, the bracha is going to be a. Um, um, in other words. There's a I think, that says, how do I eat this? Is this a good tuffle? Is it one spoon? Is it all one spoon or not? Back to Tel Shiva, Monday night. Sloppy Joe and lasagna. I can't hear you. Uh, 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 sloppy Joe and lasagna. Sloppy Joe and lasagna. Is it one item? Is it two items, right? It's clear Sloppy Joe's tuffle to the spaghetti. But if you eat the meatballs separately, then it's two items. So it would be two brachas. So I think that's contingent on that Shiloh. He's obviously not talking to you. Right okay, uh, the the rub asked for uh, the I'll ask for a very quick summary if you can. Right. Okay. A quick summary. So the shear this morning. Thank you for the opportunity. The shear this morning we spoke about the sugi of chavitza. The sugi of chavitza is when you take a bread item and you break it down, and we very clearly say this is totally different than pasavabakistin, which is a totally separate sugi of did you make something into bread like cake and and, and pretzels, but here you're taking a piece of bread or matzah. And you're breaking it down. It's the gea. What is the bracha on knedlach? What's the bracha matzabrai? What's the bracha on French toast? We gave the gedarim of when Chazal said it becomes the, it went from a bread. If it loses tzur sapas, it becomes a mezaynus. If it doesn't lose tzur sapas, then it remains a hamaitzi. We gave the gedarim in the shear of what constitutes losing tzur sapas. Certainly less than a kazayis where you boil, lose tzur sapas, breaking it down. Doesn't lose through sapas if you don't do anything to it. If you do something to it, we spoke about when, what's considered losing through sapas, what it's not. The second half of the shear is about bringing out more food, where you bring out an item. If I'm eating an apple and I bring out another apple, you don't need to make another bracha. What if I bring, have an apple and I brought another orange? So we, we said it's totally what your das is. If I have das, then it works. If, I, if it was in front of me, it's going to work. If I was eating at someone else's house, it's going to work. We got into the garment of what constitutes in front of you, what constitutes a balabayas. But if but if you did not have das and it was not in front of you and you bring something different out, then it get to depends on am I still eating it? It's totally in that. It's totally how different the food is. And we saw when you need a new bracha and when you don't need a new bracha. And that's what we covered in this morning's share. Thank you very much.